station, coming right up with the news. Hi, and welcome back to another SCPS radio broadcast. We hope you enjoyed last week, and this week we have Miss Horan's fifth class with a variety of news from around the world and some interesting facts. Enjoy! Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rory speaking from 5th class St. Christopher's Primary School. The time is 40 past 12. Today's weather is a rainy day, very wet, and spoken from St. Christopher's radio station. Unfortunately, all schools are closed because of lockdown 5. Everyone has to stay indoors and we're not allowed to go outside because COVID-19 is getting worse. Last week, Storm Filomena blanketed most of Spain with snow. Snow was all over the place in central Spain and it was causing massive problems, especially in the area of the capital, Madrid. Thousands of vehicles rescued overnight, snow being cleared from the roads. More than 400 truck roads were blocked. Bus services in and around the capital have been suspended for the day. The mayor told people to stay home and has asked the soldiers in the army to help. Storm Filomena has hit Spain and it has caused snow and chaos. Why Filomena has caused the biggest snowfall in years in central Spain despite climate change. If we are immersed in global warming, how is it possible that snowfalls are occurring in Madrid that had not been seen in half a century? Because global warming can affect the frequency and intensity of extreme weather episodes. When we say global warming, we refer to the fact that the average temperature of the planet is increasing. Something that is already happening and will continue to happen in the coming decades, due mainly to the action of men on the planet. At the same time, extreme temperature events will continue to happen, both warm and cold, although with a higher average temperature. Twenty twenty one is a new year with a lot to look forward to a new vaccine, a new US president, and lots of awesome new never before seen movies. So here are just a few. Ghostbusters Afterlife When a family of three move into an old, spooky, deserted house, they begin to witness a lot of strange activity. Something to do with the original Ghostbusters at cinemas June eleventh. Minions The Rise of Gru. This film will take you back to when Gru first started caring for the minions. He sneakily steals a special stone from a supervillain, which one of the minions happens to lose. 
Then the villain starts hunting Gru down in search for the stone. Watch the movie on June 17th to see what happens next. Hotel Transylvania 4 When ghosts, phantoms and monsters need some time away from humans, of course they visit Count Dracula's hotel for a quiet place to stay. Watch the movie to see all the trouble they get up to. At cinemas August 6th. Paw Patrol the movie. For all you youngsters out there, Paw Patrol the movie will be hitting cinemas on August 20th. This time, the canine crew must stop Mayor Humdinger from destroying Adventure City before it's too late. The Adams Family 2. That's right, this eerie, gruesome, spooky family have returned for a sequel. I wonder what havoc they will manage to cause this time. At cinemas October 8th. Boss Baby, Family Business. Uh-oh, Tim Templeton and his baby brother accidentally swallow a magic potion which turns them into toddlers again. However, the formula, formula wears off in two days. During those excruciating 48 hours, it's up to them to stop an evil genius from turning everyday kid babies into obnoxious kids. A difficult task indeed. At Cinemas, October 15th. I hope you enjoyed this section. Have you ever heard the term third culture kids? Third culture kids, or TCK, is a term coined by researchers John and Ruth Asim in the 50s. They define the third culture kid as a person who has spent a significant part of his, her school years outside their parents' culture. These kids typically are exposed to a greater volume and variety of culture influences than those who grow up in one particular culture setting. My name is Baltazar Lende, and I'm in Miss Horn's fifth class, and today I'm going to tell you the story of a TCK. It's an amazing story, because it's my story. Let me begin from the very beginning. <laughs> my dad is from Chile, and my mom is Uruguayan, and I was born in Santiago, Chile. My older sister, Abro, was born in Australia, and my youngest sister, Lola, was born in China. By now, you might have guessed that I am the definition of a third culture kid. Soon after being born in Chile, my family and I moved to Shanghai, China. I was only one year old, so I don't remember much of my life in Chile. In China, I went to a bilingual international school, Dulwich. School was taught both in English and Mandarin, and my parents, both coming from South America, spoke Spanish at home. You can imagine how hard it was for me to communicate at all. My mom always tells me that I didn't speak for months after we moved to China and use my hands instead. My brain must have been so confused. <laughs> One of the things I treasure the most about our days in China is that we got to travel a lot. We visited many Asian countries. It was fun and very interesting. We lived in China for almost five years and then moved to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Even though Malaysia is still in Asia, it was a big change for us. China is a Buddhist country while Malaysia is a Muslim one. Besides, Malaysia has a tropical weather all year round. There are no seasons, hot and humid all year round. Can you imagine that? There was also the monsoon season during July to August, 
when it rained all the time, non-stop. During this time, you had to be specially careful lightning. It's very dangerous. At school, we had a lightning alarm that got activated if there was lightning in a 20-kilometer radius. So when we heard the alarm, we couldn't play outside until the blue light was off. I really enjoyed our life in Malaysia. I used to go to an international school there too. There, I also learned Bahasa, the official Malay language. And I was still learning Mandarin and English at school. But to be honest with you, I don't remember Bahasa that much. Oops. Going to an international school is a lot of fun too. You get to know people from all over the world. My favorite day at school was United Nations Day where we used to dress up in our home country's traditional costumes and have a parade. We also tasted food and learned cool facts about all students' and teachers' countries. And, oh, I missed the food from Malaysia. Yummy roti chanai, a delicious savory pancake that you dipped in spicy curry. Fun fact about KL. Instead of birds in our backyard, we had monkeys. Monkeys were everywhere. So after three and a half amazing years in Malaysia in September 2018, we all moved to the most beautiful country of all, Ireland. <laughs> so you might wonder, why did I choose to speak about this subject? Well, it looks to me that there are more of us TCK than we might think. Just think about St. Christopher's. Think about your class. How many nationalities are there? The world has changed a whole lot since our parents used to go to school. And I do believe that having an international experience can only enrich you. According to recent research, people with international experience are more flexible and adaptive, more open-minded and better at communicating. I would encourage you to start by learning a new language and whenever an opportunity appears, go for the international experience. Once at school back in Malaysia, my teacher asked us to write an essay about where are you from? You know what I realized? I realized that I feel like a citizen of the world. Ain't that grand? Do you recognize this speech? Maybe you can guess who I'm going to talk to you about. I'm Carolina Urrutia, and I'm going to talk to you about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was an African-American activist who fought for the rights of black people in the United States and inspired people all around the world. In fact, his legacy keeps inspiring people. I'm one of those inspired by him. Martin Luther King was born on January 15th of 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. He grew up in an atmosphere where racial segregation existed, especially in the South where he was raised. This meant that black people and white people couldn't share facilities, for example, bathrooms and restaurants. Black people were not allowed to attend the same schools as white people. A black person could not marry a white person. Although they were citizens of the United States, black people did not have the same rights than white citizens. They were not allowed to vote 
and in public transportation, like in the buses, African Americans had to sit in the back and whites in the front. Black people were not treated well because of the color of their skin and faced a lot of police violence. Dr. King realized that it wasn't fair the way black people were treated and he wanted to change things, but without violence. He organized many nonviolent protests and marches to fight for blacks' right to vote, to be treated with dignity and respect for better working conditions, among other basic civil rights. He gave lots of speeches. He was very good at this and gained, and gained the support of a lot of people all around the world. His work was so important that he won the Nobel Peace Prize at the age of 35. He accomplished many things, but unfortunately he couldn't continue fighting for equality and justice because he was shot dead by James Earl Ray at the age of 39. In his famous speech, I Have a Dream, Martin Luther King said he hoped to see every American, black or white, living with equality and freedom. He wished that people were not judged by the color of their skin and could live like brothers and sisters. Dr. King made the lives better for black people, but there's still a lot to be done. Just a reminder, if you'd like to add anything to the school radio, please do. You can email it to schoolradio at scps.ie. And I'll leave you with a lovely quote. Always remember, you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, more beautiful than you imagine, and loved more than you know. See you next week.